Hello, Yes People! We are the Yes Girls, and today we shall be your guides for today's episode of the Yes Girls. Well, duh. Who else can be the guides for the Yes Girls? We are the original, the unadulterated, <laughs> the first ever Yes Girls. Yeah, I think you went a bit too far with the adjectives there. But yes, I get your point. And in this season, we've invited a whole bunch of other Yes Boys and Girls to join us on our various journeys of saying yes. That's true. And I think this week's challenge, we also qualified. We are also qualified to talk about guiding too, uh, but more about that later. Yes, let's, let's build out the suspense a bit more. We, the Yes Girls, are two Nairobi-based wanderlusters who are making it our mission to say yes. Yes. To say what? Yes. To say yes to doing, being, and learning something different every two weeks and documenting our journeys. This podcast is the result of us saying yes to sometimes challenging, sometimes fun, sometimes entertaining, and sometimes downright outrageous experiences. Yeah, and we'll be guiding you through today's episode from from us here in the studio to you there on your phone, on your laptop, on your tablet, on your any smart device, which is probably smarter than us by now. This episode is my turn. Yes, it's my turn. Unfortunately, to say yes, because in this second, <laughs> kind of, in this second season uh, of this podcast, Claire and I are taking turns to say, to say yes to being in, in each other's shoes. I'm not sure her, what her size is, but uh, yeah, I'm a size seven. Uh, I don't know, but uh, my shoes are bigger, so you know, I, mine are bigger shoes to fill. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Oops, I had, I just had to. Um, yeah, so that's what we are doing in season two. So for this challenge, I recently said yes to this one myself. Um, but it's been one heck of a journey, a short but intense journey. Um, I have been an online tour guide in my spare time for a platform called Hago since May 2021. Mm -hmm. And so for this episode, Akumu said yes to... Being an online tour guide. Can you imagine that? You just sound so unexcited about it. <laughs> I know it's early morning, but come on. Sorry. Rewind. Yes <laughs> Being an online tour guide. Okay, I think your fake excited voice is worse, <laughs> is worse than your genuine unexcited voice. <laughs> My dad would be proud. Anyway, uh, I've only been able to get myself... I mean, I have traveled around the world. I've gotten myself to different countries here and there. So it's easy to carry myself. But to guide other people to a place they've never been to and to explain to them like you are an expert, that was interesting. And this is what this challenge um, gave me. Like, you know, just it's it's like being a podcaster for tourists. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, I can't wait to hear if... Being a podcaster helped you with this challenge. So, shall we get on with the episode? Yes, please. Turn to your right, please, and uh, <laughs> you'll see us. Moving on. So, before we dive into your experiences and more about Hego and online tour guiding, uh, we've had some amazing feedback from all of you about season one and season two. So, let's take a listen to this new voice message from Jeanette. Hello to the Yes Girls. Really enjoy your podcast. Fantastic to see how you two uh, love a challenge and so jealous that you get to do all these modern changes. 
things we might not have been dreamt about when we were your age. But can we roll the clock back and maybe see you to tackle some skills or challenges that your moms or grandmas had to take? But they've got to be totally new skills and challenges for you. Nothing that you've learned in the past. Good luck. Thanks, Mom. Yes, We Mom. love you, Mom. Mama Claire. <laughs> and here's a DM we got on Twitter from Kevin Anyona. That's at Kevin Anyona underscore who said, and I quote, I love your podcasts. Smiley face. A big fan, end of quote. Thanks, Kevin. We truly appreciate you and thank you for listening. You can always send us a voice note directly on our podcast page on uh, Anchor. That's uh, Anchor, uh, Anchor like the Anchor for the ships, you know, the thing that goes down. Uh, uh, anchor.fm uh, slash Yes Girls Podcast or on Instagram by dropping us a comment, a DM, a like, anything you want on our page at Yes Girls Podcast. We've also had a lot of requests for Yes Girls merchandise. So if you're interested, please drop a message and we might actually get, and if we get in, uh, I mean, we might actually get to saying yes to producing these things for you, T-shirts, uh, whatever, anything you want. Uh, because if we get enough demand, it will actually make sense. So yeah, let us know. But back to today's episode, the here and now. I said yes to doing what Claire has already been doing for a while now, um, being an online tour guide. This means that Claire coached me, set me a challenge, and actually had me prepare script research and guide my own online tour can you imagine with people that are super amazing as you'll find out and interestingly enough we also invited a honorary is it honorary or honorary definitely honorary if you say honorary you sound like uh... we used to say ho honest when we were kids let me be honest <laughs> so our honorary yes girl <laughs> to join us on this and yes. who was she? Well, yes, exactly. For today's episode, we had Adiambo Agoro join us. Adi. Adi. Oh, now you're you're correcting my <laughs> pronunciation. Really, honestly. Because DH is the D. Adiambo. Yes. Adiambo yes. Agoro. Uh, sorry, Agoro, if I, you ruined your name. Uh, Agoro, uh, as she's known, is a hiker, content creator, and all-round amazing inspirational person. Mm -hmm. You may know her from her mountain exploits. But we challenged her to stay home in Nairobi one weekend and share something about her city with Akumu to a live international audience. And let's understand a little bit more about the world of online tours and this platform we've mentioned called Hego before we hear about Akumu and Agoro's experiences. I had never really heard of Hego before Claire sent me this challenge. I was like, hey, what? What? What hey, are you saying? What? Or hey, go. <laughs> yeah, hey, go. Hey, go over there. Hey, go where? <laughs> hey, go away. <laughs> and neither had a goro. Like, we were all clueless. And as it turns out, it's an interesting online live streaming platform with guides from all over the world, including little old Claire right here in Nairobi. I don't know why it's little I mean, old. A little nor old, but thank you. <laughs> You're kind of old. <laughs> Not older than me, but kind of old. <laughs> 
thanks to Hego, uh, you can actually join Florent in Paris to explore the cafe culture of the city. You can join Safi in Egypt to check out the pyramids or Santiago in Buenos Aires, all the way in Argentina. I think you get the point. There are tours from all over the world. Yeah, literally all over. And it's kind of like the Uber of the tourist world. Um, guides are like self-employed, um, so they're not employed by the platform. And income is driven by tips from voyagers, as they're called. Mm -hmm. People actually go on these tours. So tips aren't obligatory. It can mm -hmm. vary from $1 or 100 Kenyan shillings to whatever the depth your online pocket reaches. Mm -hmm. uh, Hego was launched just in 2020, mm -hmm. during or right at the start of the COVID-19 pandemic by two young Oxford graduates mm -hmm. as a way to help tour guides sustain themselves uh, and to help housebound wanderlusters mm -hmm. like ourselves continue to explore the world from the comfort of their own homes. It's a genius idea and it's working super well. It's super genius. And amazingly, Hego also opened the world of travel to a new population of individuals who normally wouldn't be able to travel because of financial constraints, caring duties, health issues, and even mobility issues. Yeah. It's, just, it's really opened up even just the social world for, for so many people. It's fantastic. So as part of this challenge, Akuma was to lead a tour with Agora assisting for this audience. And it would be publicly streamed and available on the platform for all to see anyone, anywhere in the world. Mm -hmm. She had a few weeks to prepare and she joined some of my fellow guides tours as preparation. But well... Let's hear about the rest of experience straight from the, the horse's guide, mouth. From the horse's mouth, from the guide's mouth <laughs> herself. Let's do it. Let's, hey, go. <laughs> Let me begin by saying this. Um, I'm sorry I'll offend some of you, but uh, I'm not a nature lover. I'm <gasps> not a lover of nature. Blasphemy, right? Claire is dismayed, dis utterly dismayed. <laughs> I'm just not. I mean, ask me to choose between mountains and the beach. I'll always choose the beach any day. And even while I'm on the beach, I don't even like swimming in the ocean because the ocean has so many creatures, so many funny things that can just That's prick you, touch you. Even when I was a kid, the leaves were touching me in the ocean. I was like, damn it, I hate oceans <laughs> when I was eight. So, but I still like the beach. So I like the beach for the sand just feeling the sand on my feet. So even if I live in maybe in the in the in Nairobi and then I just import sand, have it in my house, I'll feel like I'm in the beach. Yeah. So I keep telling Claire that her mountaineering exploits, I mean going to Mount Kenya and stuff. The last one, I think you did it in twenty four hours or something? Twice in twenty four hours. Damn. Damn. I can't even do it once in a week. <laughs> <laughs> so I tell her that these exploits are so strange to me because why would you torture yourself? Uh, for an acrophobia-inducing view. Like, it's like watching a horror movie. Why are you torturing yourself so to have fun? It's like, yeah, we are very different. So when I said yes to being an online tour guide, I was hoping for zero mountains, zero hills, zero hikes. I don't like those things. And I, and I, I didn't get any of them. Phew. Why? Because those places, the places that I don't, I don't like being at, and places that Claire and Agoro really love going to are places that don't have great internet access. Lucky you. So there were not options for a Hago tour. 
uh, because it's a live streaming platform and a live streaming platform is a gigabyte guzzler. <laughs> so thank you very much. Safaricom, Airtel and Telcom, you saved my ass. No mountains, no hikes, no hills. So when we zeroed in to the Karura Forest as a venue, I was very okay. I was like, yeah, I can do this. I've been doing this with my, fle- my f- f- friend, Ooh, with my friend Claudine. Uh, shout out to Claudine. Um, you know, I go with her and she knows all the trails. So I pretty much just follow where she's going. I never have to learn w- the, the, you know, the paths and stuff. Uh, it was just for me extra exercise and extra girl chat time for the week. But saying yes to this challenge meant I had to take charge, learn everything I could about Karura Forest, watch Hey Go Tours for inspiration, prepare a script. Jesus, prepare a script about things that I've never really cared about again. Miles upon miles about outside my comfort zone. Ay, ay, ay. Things we do for the Yes Girls podcast. Wow. But luckily, the Friends of Karura Forest, the organization in charge of the forest, now has eco-tours. So I quickly booked one and I went on tour with a great guide whose name was Ken. Because he would give me all the lowdown I need to understand Karura Forest because I was coming from zero love and zero knowledge. So Ken was telling me the history of Karura Forest beyond the little that I knew while growing up. You know, uh, as a kid, we used to know Karura as, a, you know, a den of thieves, den of dead bodies. That's all we knew. You know, my mom, if if my mom is angry at you and she wants, or my sister is angry at you and she wants to, you know, abuse you, she would say, Takupeleka Karura. You know, that's like saying, I'll take you to Karura. <laughs> and just for context, <laughs> abuse, you mean like... Not abuse, not but just... Not abuse, but you are not I'm sorry. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It's an international audience. Yes. Please don't call child services. Yeah. Abuse in Kenya can, can just mean like insult. Just mean insult. Verbal yes. Abuse. Yes. Yeah. Thank you for that. Uh, <laughs> yeah. We, we, use, we say abuse all the time just to mean insult. Yeah. So, no, we were in a happy family. Child services don't need to be called. Yeah. So I was a 90s kid and that was the idea of Karura for me. So when I was doing the tour with Ken, he touched on the history probably 30% of the time. And the rest of the time he was talking about trees, 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 things I've never really cared about. Even the poisonous ones. And I was super dismayed. I was like, Ken, what if some kid comes and eats the poisonous berries from this blah, blah, blah tree over here? And it's like a small little tree that looks very innocent. And then Ken would be like, they're labeled and people are told not to touch trees. You know, he, I'm paraphrasing. He'd say something like that. And I'd be like, oh, my God. So, so you've <laughs> got to be a little bit ignorant to just eat berries off a tree that you don't know. But There's kids no can do that. Really? Really, yes. You tell your kid not to eat stuff unless they know what it is, surely. Oof. Kids. Please don't let your kids eat random things. Kids eat anything. So that's what I was thinking. Oh my God. Anyway, beyond the shock of the poisonous cheese, <laughs> the shock of how the internet strength was oscillating up and down as I tested it, and the shock of how many trees I had to study, take pictures of, remember names of, I was clearly shocked at myself, ultimately, because... Why was I suddenly interested in trees? I have uh-huh. never cared about them. <laughs> you love trees. I, I don't love nature. So uh, I thought maybe it was Ken because he's a very interesting tour guide. But the thing is, I was asking him a lot of questions. So clearly I was interested. Anyway, moral of the story, stepping outside your comfort zone can be fun. Woo! Oof. Take us to church. 
So it was very interesting for me to learn uh, that the forest was slowly being renewed with indigenous trees because exotic trees were like the evil, you know, evil things that were not good for the ecosystem. You know, trees like the eucalyptus, pine, cypress, they were all brought in by the by the colonialists um, because they wanted to, you know, build, get more wood for the railway and blah, blah, blah. So it was more uh, commercial. So it was clear, you know, of course, that the colonialists and, of course, you know, decades later, the political leaders in Kenya really did the country dirty when it came to nature. So, yeah, I felt a little sad for the nature that I didn't, normally care about. But I also loved getting a deeper understanding of what the late Professor Wangari Mathai did uh, for us in terms of saving the forest and, you know, the, just the environmental uh, passion that she had. So that Nobel Peace Prize was definitely well-deserved. Uh, well so um, armed with Ken's words in my head, you know, I could just remember his little sentences in my head, my photographic memory of, you know, things that I saw, um, and where I saw them, uh, the cramming process I learned from my Kenyan schooling system, the photos saved on my Evernote and WhatsApp, and the official Karura Forest Guidebook, which was which is awesome. I was set. I was set to kill it in this challenge. So I wrote the script on a Thursday night because I write best at night randomly. And clear, clear knows because I, I generally the night before <laughs> we need the script. I, I end up giving her scripts in the middle of the night. I mean, just I, I think I get my inspiration at night. When I wake up, you're still writing. Yeah, and boom, it's there. <laughs> but by around 10 p.m., it was not there. <laughs> yeah, so I wrote it on a Thursday night, and I was a blue. Abs I think it was a sudden. Thursday night and I was absolutely ready for that Saturday when I would meet Claire in Agoro to show some tourists our lovely country. So on D-Day it was uh, Claire holding uh, the gimbal. That's the smartphone stabilizer. Yeah. Like a sophisticated selfie stick. A very expensively sophisticated selfie stick. Um, so Claire was holding the gimbal. She was starting the tour, you know, doing the house house housekeeping house because we were using her account. And uh, so Agora would take over and do the, the beginning part of the tour. So we started uh, in the area, if some of you know Karura Forest, if you've been there, um, there's a picnic area and those who don't, there's a picnic area and then there's a lake, man-made lake next to it. So Agora handled that area. And I had to come in uh, when things got technical. So after we left the area and we were looking at just trees, and that was my job to explain which trees, which, which trees, Does which. Because you love the trees so much. By then, I kind <laughs> of did. Kind of. <laughs> so, um, I was ready. I mean, I had the eucalyptus trees down to a T. I could tell them apart in my sleep. The ones that have black backs, the ones that had lighter, you know, colored back. And and the thing is, you know, in Karura, the indigenous trees are currently, you know, mostly concentrated in the middle sections of the forest. Uh, but we couldn't get there because the internet would fail on us. So uh, we had decided with Claire when we were doing the testing that we would only get to a certain point um, and end at the 45-minute uh, uh, spot, which meant that we wouldn't see many indigenous trees. Mm. But it all worked out uh, because in 45 minutes, you know, we could show our cheery faces. We could speak about the dark history of Karura Forest, the bright, you know, you know, the bright renewal of it, the fights that led to the only Kenyan Nobel Peace Prize winner. 
Uh, and, you know, I could show the eucalyptus trees around us and why they were bad for the ecosystem, answer questions that came up on screen. I mean, there were some interesting questions like, like you know, why are eucalyptus, are eucalyptus trees good for killing mosquitoes? Something like that, mm. right? And you could answer all of them. Uh, most of them. <laughs> and, you know, we, uh, all the while in those 45 minutes, we were also saying hello to curious onlookers who were walking by. There was a... There was a uh, interesting couple that saw us twice and they were just smiling at us wondering wondering what these three people were doing we were dodging bikes we were dodging runners and overall it was a, an amazing time we even ended the tour with a song we sang Malaika right mm, beautifully <laughs> because Claire has built such an amazing community they actually deserved it I mean I was, I was ready to sing anything for them um, and I think Goro and I began our sections a bit shy, like we were a bit like, you know, uh, you know, with anything that you're presenting to people you have no idea about, you start shy. But just seeing, you know, the, the, the sweet messages and the fact that the voyagers, they're called voyagers, mm -hmm. right? They were so sweet and encouraging. Um, it made it easier. And even when, you know, we couldn't answer some questions like the duck that they saw, the duck, but the duck like bug that bud that they saw, we couldn't answer what it was. I mean, someone called Paul B would jump in and, you know, say, ah, it's probably this and it's probably this. We'll explain who Paul B is later. <laughs> All in all, it was so much fun. Um, take a listen to myself and Agoro recounting our experiences of this online tour. So, you've just done your first Heiko tour. Yay! <laughs> Professional tour guides. Wow. I know, I know. I enjoyed I know, right? it. It was, it was amazing. It was amazing. How, yeah, tell us more. How, you, how did you find it? Um, uh, for me, I think the research was the best part. Not, not the best part, but second best. Of course, the main tour was the best. But just learning more about Carrera Forest, I... I I kind of value it a lot more. I usually come here and don't even care about trees. Now I know about trees. So yeah. Cool. <laughs> um, I'll find the value of breathing because I know I'll be breathing in eucalyptus. You know. <laughs> so uh, I've learned a lot from the forest. I just come. I also come here, run, and I want to just fill up miles. But now. I'll be running in a place that is so significant, a place that is thoughtful, a place that, you know, lots of people put in the work to, you know, conserve it. So exactly. this was an amazing experience, you know, learning, having fun, yes. meeting, you know, amazing people. This is good work. And uh, I can't wait to do this again. Yes. Yes. And, yes, and yes. just being with, the, I think the, the, tour, the tour audience is amazing. So they yes. make the tour um, uh, so much fun. Yes. <laughs> By the way, it was so much fun that we did it again with Claire weeks later. Yeah, my script was awesome. I think. <laughs> it was, it was. So thank you, Claire, for introducing me to Hego, pushing me out of my comfort zone, making me like trees and caring about nature and making me tell people about my country, which is always a great thing. So my rating for myself, I totally give myself a 10 out of 10. You've never been so generous to yourself. <laughs> actually, no, I think Mixology did 10 out of 10. Oh, maybe. No, no, I, I actually always do 9. Yeah, it's probably 9 point something. Yeah, this is totally a 10 because eh, I went, First of all, just getting outside my comfort zone and starting to care about things I've never cared about, um, I think gives me the confidence to rate myself highly. Would I ever want to be a Hego tour guide? Uh, I don't think so. It would take too much energy from me as a non-extroverted person. Uh, so Claire, you can call me sometimes, but make them few and fine between, please. Um, <laughs> 
would I want to join Mohego tours as a Voyager? Definitely. The guys are so much fun. Um, I know because I watched some of them in action. Some of them were at our Karura tour and they were awesome. And of course, because Claire is one of them and Claire is so much fun. So please check out the platform. And that is it for more. Did I nail my French accent? Yeah, so Claire, um, that's my experience, but I'd like to know how your experience has been with Heiko and just being an online tour guide in general. Tell us tell us the history so, about so it. So why am I not a renowned Heiko tour guide, <laughs> a renowned pole dancer, or an expert Because pole guide. dancing, you've done it for years. Okay, now you're renowned. Actually, you're renowned with this one as well because yeah. you're known all over the world. Exactly. Yes. I am actually so international. So now you renowned. accept yourself to be a <laughs> renowned pole no, dancer. No, no, no. Uh-huh. A renowned uh-huh. She just accepted it. <laughs> so let me give a bit of the history. Um, so in 2020, so last year, when my parents, who were based in London, had to shelter in place because of personal health issues amid the pandemic, my dad became a regular Hago Voyager. So that's the people who go on these online tours. And so it was him who first got me into the platform as a Voyager. Parley said I would actually get to spend some time with him. Um, Like we would meet up on tours and then share anecdotes afterwards. Um, And then next as a Hago guide. So you see, my dad has been a London guide uh, doing guided walks for over 15 years, I think. Mm. So I've learned a thing or two about the whole guiding malarkey from him. I must say, though, he will always be a better guide than me. (laughs) And I I will always look up to him uh, and aspire to be as good as him. Um, I had experience leading tours through my previous job as well, through Airbnb experiences and through Urban Adventures. Uh Um, So they're in-person tour experiences. So we'd do that through the social enterprise that I was the director of. So it just runs in the family. Maybe it does run in the family (laughs) and being an extrovert. Um, So to this day, both of my parents try uh, when they can, um, or at least one of them join all of my tours. Um, And it's still a way that we get to spend time together. So I never forget how lucky I am to have both of them cheering me on at all times. And even though I haven't been able to see my family in person for almost two years, um, I get to feel a sort of closeness with them. So mm. you were mentioning Paul B earlier. Yes. There's people in the chat <laughs> on the tours. It's like a one-way chat. Yeah. Uh, I can speak and they can write. Um, you have your first name and then an initial. So Paul B is my papa. (laughs) Uh, So when it comes to my tours, I usually like to team up with other people, either local experts, guides, or organizations or individuals that have interesting stories or or histories to tell. So whether it's Robert, who's my co-guide on game drives, or farmers and artisans on my organic farmers market tour, or non-profits, um, or even individuals on like clean energy tours, or um, I did a tour recently with Uweza Gallery in Kibera. Or Akumu with the Karura tour. Or Akumu in this one, exactly. Um, so I'm lucky to be surrounded by people like you who want to share their stories um, of this great city that mm-hmm. I get to call home. Um, so in this way, also, Hago Voyages also support those individuals and organizations financially um, because the tips also get to them. Mm. Right, so I do this as a side hustle, but also because I enjoy it mostly. So I have no problem giving giving my tips to a Weza gallery or sharing tips with the Yes Girls, for example. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So when Akumo and Agoro together led their Karura tour, I, okay, I of course couldn't help but meddle a little bit um, <laughs> because, you know, I it's still my account. So it's my reputation at stake. Yeah. But honestly, you guys did such a confident and thorough job, both in preparing the tour and executing it, that, I mean, you're basically experts yourselves, even before we started. Thank you, thank you, thank um, you. So both of them charmed the audience and left them wanting more. Here are a couple of reviews I want to read out that they got afterwards. So you can leave a review on the platform, just like Uber or Airbnb. Uh, so here's one. Usually, I am not a fan of multiple guides for one tour, but the three ladies rocked it today. Lots of knowledge combined with a great sense of humor and even a song at the end. Smiley face. Thanks a lot for this experience. That's from Michaela. Thanks, Michaela. Then this one from Julia in Yorkshire. A chilled, relaxed tour. Great to learn about the history, ecology, and conservation of this area. Delivered in a fun and friendly way. A nice gentle stroll with interactions and giggles. Thank you. Awesome. Thank Almost you, Julia. everyone gave them 10 out of 10 in their reviews. So I will also give them 10 out of 10. How yes. can Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> and also the fact that Okumu developed a new love for trees. That deserves a 10 out of 10 just yeah, in its own. Totally, totally. I'm not sure it's going to last, but... It's impressive. Well, we've been that back I got since into, and done the tour. Like now I look at trees differently. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to check out Hago or look into becoming your city's Hago guide, of course, prior guiding experience is preferred and most of the guides on the platform are professional qualified guides. Check out Hago.com. Um, also, just to go on a tour somewhere in the world. It's it's amazing, great experience, great community. Or you can visit our Instagram page at Yes Girls Podcast to find out more about Akumu and Agoro's Heigo guiding experience. And if you want to suggest something that you think the Yes Girls should do, be, or learn for a future episode, season, or, you know, future whatever you want, send us your ideas. If you want to share your expertise, your business, or your passion with us through one of our episodes, get in touch with us. That's at Yes Girls Podcast on all platforms. Yeah, and on our Instagram, we also share behind-the-scenes photos and videos of our experiences, so you can get to see a little bit of what we put ourselves through, all in the name of doing, being, and learning for your, yes, your entertainment. And your education <laughs> to your left you'll see our amazing producer dan aceda assisted by the beautiful and talented doris onyango if you look up just look up you'll find pet o'brien who composed our wonderful theme music this monument you see in front of you is an homage to agoro adiambo our vip yes girl mm -hmm. for today's episode and as we cross the road, look out for all our wonderful Heiko voyagers who encouraged Akumu and Agoro on their maiden tour. And of course, as we wrap up today's guided tour, please don't forget to pop your head in and say hi to all of the wonderful Yes Girls and Boys who <laughs> listen to this tour. I, I mean, podcast. Yeah, now even I'm confused. Clearly. <laughs> so see you in the next episode where we can guarantee that there will be a yes girl stepping outside of their comfort zone and learning to love trees like I did. <laughs> Another kind of tree. Um, and stepping into the shoes of their co-host. But which one of us will it be? And what will we be saying yes to? 
tune in to the next episode dropping in about two weeks and we'll be waiting to see you there for now that's it from us the yes girls ooh, ooh, yeah, ooh, yeah, ooh, yeah, ooh, yeah.